After a frustrating loss to the Florida Panthers over the weekend, the Wilds got a bounce-back win last night against Edmonton thanks to two key returns to the lineup. We recap the Edmonton game as well as some standout performances today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap a loss to the Panthers and a win for the Wild over the Edmonton Oilers and uh, some key returns for the Wild in the lineup, as well as looking ahead to what is coming up for a busy week in Canada for the Wild. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, your veteran captain, leading you through another Minnesota Wild season. And we're joined on a victory Monday by Alex McLeady. So a victory McLeady Monday. Um, Alex, how are things going? Good, good. Yeah, it was a interesting uh, weekend for the for the Wild, and you know played some pretty good teams, uh, and um, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, took a took a tough loss against uh, Florida, but uh, nice to to rebound uh, against Edmonton and uh, get some momentum on this uh, Canadian uh, road trip. Um, so, because um, it's definitely going to get uh, tougher in the later part of the week. Uh, you know, Ottawa's not a very good team, but uh, yeah. um, the you know the games versus Toronto and Calgary will definitely be be really tough, um, especially with Calgary on a nine-game winning streak. But they just ended a five-game winning streak against Edmonton too. So um, yes, uh, it's it's gonna be a fun uh, fun week here for sure. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be an interesting test for the Wild, just like uh, Saturday in starting there, and uh, you know it was. It was an interesting game for the Wild because, you know, it started off, they they really had good energy and good attack against the Panthers, but then Florida did, as Florida does, and uh, they took control of the game and uh, they beat the Wilds uh, kind of at their own game with uh, just amazing five-on-five play. And I think it left a lot of fans frustrated because, you know, we want to get to that level Um that the Panthers have been at, it seems like all season. And, you know, I think it just was a good learning experience for the wild to, if we're going to be one of those teams, one of those upper level teams, we got to play that way for an entire game and the wild are capable of it. They just, uh, they weren't able to do that against the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, some of the goals, just, you know, poor communication, you know, um, and, uh, just, you know, a little bit poor goaltending, uh, by cam too. Um, you know, he had been playing really well before that. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, Florida's got some of the best forwards in the, in the league. Uh, you know, Jonathan Huberdeau's, you know, he might end up being the MVP just is on a roll. He had a 
couple more points against Chicago today too. And just, you know, Barkov's amazing. And so it's, yeah, it's a, it's a beast of a squad and, um, you know, nice, uh, uh, this team, they always respond to when they have a, have a rough uh, game. And so, um, yeah, it was really fun to see, uh, last night, um, you know, how, how they, how they played against Edmonton for sure. Yeah. And you know, you, you talk about the response, the resiliency of this team, and we saw it on full display because you see a couple of changes made in the lineup and, uh, Nick Bugstad comes in and the fourth line, which hadn't been performing as well recently has one of their best games of the season. Kalen Addison in for J- uh, Jordy Ben on defense, and the defense looks much better. So, you know, like you talked about, the team responded, and uh, they really jumped Edmonton. Holy cow. That was uh, that was a crazy start with, uh, with four goals in the first period and just a disastrous start for, uh, for the Oilers. Again, showing that they, uh, they really don't have the kind of goaltending that you need to uh, – to get it done. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, thank you Winnipeg jets for, uh, you know, um, I mentioned it, uh, you know, before that, before they played, uh, um, Edmonton, that, uh, that Edmonton was going to be on a back to back. Um, so that, that helped the wild tremendously, uh, cause Winnipeg's one of the most physical teams in, in the league. And, uh, so, um, you could really tell that the Oilers were, <clears throat> We're pretty, um, pr- pretty gassed out there in the in the first period, um, you know, and uh, making just you know critical turnovers, and um, you know, Mike Smith is very Devin Dubnik uh, like he can give up some head scratching goals, um, and so uh, that was definitely the case uh, for him, and uh, to get him chased early was uh, just tremendous uh, job by the by the Wild and. Uh, they did not let their uh, foot off the gas pedal. You know, I mentioned that on Twitter too because uh, Drysaddle and McDavid never give up. Uh, no, so, um, you know they were even playing McDavid late, late in the game there, and uh, um, yeah, it just uh, they just are relentless. Um, so it was, it was nice, nice defensive effort to com- have them be combined for only one assist. Um, <laughs> just you don't you don't see that very often, um, and you'll probably see them play Tampa Bay and see those guys go for, you know, six or seven points. So yeah. um, job well done by, by Kalen Addison stepping into the lineup. But uh, you can, I mentioned on, tw- on Twitter too, that I think he deserves to, to stay in the lineup. Um, and yeah, we'll see what that happens, but um, yeah, just, just great effort by the entire crew. Very, very much a great effort by, uh, by the wilds and, you know, another great start for Capo. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the wild play, the uh, the goalie situation on this road trip because do you keep going with Capo? Do you give Talbot another opportunity to kind of try to get a rebound against Ottawa? I I don't know which way I would go, but I think the way I would tend to lean is to just keep going with Capo. Yeah, I'm with you too. Um, uh, especially against Ottawa, you know, I, I don't think that'll be a, be a tough one for him. And just you know, keep riding the hot hand that um, is. I think is the way to go. Um, and, uh, we'll see against Toronto and Calgary. Uh, I don't know. Um, if you want him starting all, you know, all four of those, yeah. but, uh, um, yeah, just, you know, if, if he, if he's winning, you know, stay with them. Yeah. I, uh, I would tend to agree. Well, let's, uh, let's dive a little further into this game because I want to talk about 
one of the unsung heroes of the game, that, of course, being Mr. Nick Bugstad, who uh, got a rare opportunity to center the fourth line in his return to action. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that and a few more of the key details in the Wilds' throttling of the Edmonton Oilers. More of that coming up here on Locked on Wild after this. It is the month of February, which means a lot of your New Year's resolutions just get thrown right out the window. But if you are still committed to eating better or looking better, Built Bar is here to help. Built Bar also has a new variety of their bars, the Puffs. If you haven't tried them yet, you're missing out on one of the best Built Bars around. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they are a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And just like other Built Bars, most uh, Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You can compare that with your typical candy bar, which has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. If you are looking for a great treat to help you stay fit, Head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Uh, Once you are done listening to today's show, make sure to head over to Olympic Hockey Daily, presented by the Locked on NHL podcast a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed, and it is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Continuing to recap the Wild's big win over the Edmonton Oilers, Alex, we welcomed Nick Bugstead back into the lineup. And uh, really interesting because him coming back in meant that Nico Sturm was a uh, healthy scratch for the Wilds, which I, I I get because, as we alluded to, fourth line wasn't producing at the same level that it had, you know, at the beginning of the season. And so I think that's just another example of Dean Evison kind of trying to send a little bit of a friendly nudge and wake-up call. Are we going to see Bugstead get more opportunities to center this line, or will Sturm be the center and Bugstead will be worked? How, how do you see this situation with the fourth line playing out um, over the uh, the next few games, the next few weeks? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, uh, you can't take out uh, Duhame, uh, and you can't take out Dewar. Dewar's been playing. I mean, he's ran with his opportunity. It's uh, it's really fun fun to see him and how he's developed. And uh, yeah, yeah, every time he plays, he, he's making an impact. And Duhame uh, with his physicality and – um, you just can't take him out. And so, um, you know, Beek said deserved to get back in the lineup. Uh, you know, he, he got an injury without, you know, you know, not his fault at all. Um, and so, you know, Dean, you know, just, you know, after a loss, you know, shake things up a little bit and, uh, you know, and Beek said ran with his opportunity. So um, I think you keep him in there uh, against Ottawa and we'll see you just, you know, take it by game by game you know, basis. You know, I, uh, I don't think, I don't think Nico was doing anything wrong either, but no. uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's those tough lineup decisions and uh, they're going to have um, a tough call what to do with Kalen Addison here too. And so, uh, but that's, that's why, you know, Dean's 
Dean's in charge. He's a, he's a great coach and uh, he's been pushing all the right buttons. Um, and so we'll see, but I, I, you know, after the way Bukes had played tonight, how do you not keep him in the lineup? Um, especially uh, on that, uh, on that first goal um, where he, you know, he was um, amazing in that, in the yeah. offensive zone and went behind the net and, you know, fed it out front and, yeah, it was uh, it was just a great play, um, and um, yeah, he was very noticeable out there. With uh, you know, his size is 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 huge too. I mean, he's about the same sizes, or a little bit bigger than uh, than Nico, but Nico's a big guy too. But uh, yeah. yeah, I liked I liked it, the way he was playing defensively too, and um, yeah, you just gotta keep him in. Of course, the Wild could play one or the other, and we yeah. we wouldn't know because they're identical twins. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. they could say, no, Bukestad is in, and it's actually Sturm, and I'd be like... Yeah, what a Halloween costume that was. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah. I wanted to... I saw it on Twitter, and so I wanted to uh, to throw it out here in just kind of recapping this game. There, there seems to be a little bit of concern with Ryan Hartman's performance recently. And, you know, you look at the numbers, he's got three points... In February, um, do we are we concerned about uh, about Hartman's production starting to slip a little bit, or is it just him taking a little bit of a backseat to Kaprizov and Zuccarello, who are just continuing to be on an absolute heater uh, here over the last the whole season? Yeah, I mean those two, uh, Zuc- Zuccarello and, and Kaprizov, they just have instant chemistry. They're you know they seem to be best friends off the ice. You know they calls them Zuki, and mm-hmm. so um, you know Ryan Hartman really isn't your typical protocol. You know, you know number one center. Um, you yeah, know, I think he's just playing way above his his level right now, um, and you can't break up that line. They they have pretty good chemistry all all together, and so um is it a concern uh not really when that line continues to to score um and so that's that's all that matters um you know come playoff time you know if, if that line isn't isn't scoring then uh, then of course it becomes uh, a major issue because you need yeah. that that their guy to, to step up definitely in, in playoff time but uh yeah they're, uh, they're they're continuing to win at a good pace and so um, I don't think you break up that line at all. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think if we saw a dip in scoring for Kaprizov and Zuccarello, then at that point you can kind of get a little bit concerned. But, yeah. you know, this this is just more along the lines of, of pointing out that look, just consider Kaprizov the center for that line because right. of how much he's doing with the puck and – you know he's he's scoring. Zuccarello is scoring. That line is still continuing to be super productive. So until those guys' numbers start to drop, that's that's when I might have some alarm bells go off, but not yeah, before. He, he made a good play on Zuccarello's last goal too. Um, I like that, and you know Kulikov, great effort to get the puck uh, out of the zone there too. So yeah, um, yeah, just you know keep. Keep the keep that line intact uh, yep. going forward here. I agree. Um, final thing that I wanted to just kind of go back over because we get a chance to see it all the time, and uh, you know, you look at the numbers. Connor McDavid three shots in twenty minutes, and uh, Leon Drysaddle had an assist and four shots in nineteen minutes. Um, whether it be the combination of the grief line, um, Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodeen. 
it's it is really refreshing to see players of the McDavid stature get locked down um, by uh, by a combination of great defense and you know hat tip to Kalen Addison for coming in and uh, helping shore that up after a couple of a couple of yikes games over the last two. Yeah, uh, you could tell Drysaddle was frustrated. He uh, took that late penalty on Kalen Addison. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome seeing some of the, you know, I considered, you know, McDavid and dry settle one, one, two in the league is for, for the top players in mm-hmm. this, in this entire league. And uh, yeah, they, the grief line uh, was just dominant against dry line. They really shut them down. Really you know, frustrated Vander Kane to talk about a polarizing guy <laughs> out there. Um, and so <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Jonas Brodin was just an absolute rock star. Um, you know, he helped. Uh, he took a, a really nice block on uh, that helped spurn uh, Fiala's first goal, where he, um, he just sniped it past Mike Smith, and he just did everything tonight. Jared Spurgeon was was phenomenal too, and uh, yeah, he like like we mentioned earlier in the episode, you just you don't see this too often where they're where they're held to no. one or or no points for McDavid. You just you just never never see that. Um, and so, yeah, great great job. They did the team did give up another power play goal, but that's that's one of the top power plays in the league when they're when they're humming in. So yeah. um, they did a nice job to stay out of the box for the most part. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, just a great great team win all around. Yeah, one hundred percent. And we got uh, we got more of the chemistry on the Boldy Fiala line. Yes. Fiala two goals. He could have maybe had four um, with how he played. Boldy scored. So just just a great win, and hopefully the start to a uh, a great week because the week gets progressively more difficult as we go. And uh, we'll look at uh, the week ahead for the Minnesota Wild to finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC, all the way to Olympic coverage and information. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of it at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. A victory, Micheletti Monday here uh, on Lockdown Wild. And uh, just finishing off today's episode with a look at the schedule, which features at Ottawa on Tuesday, at Toronto on Thursday, and at Calgary on Saturday. And Alex, one of the, if not the hottest team in the NHL right now, the Calgary Flames, who uh, made the move to acquire Tyler Toffoli to shore things up, and they have just taken off uh, from there, and I guess fitting that I'm wearing Flames colors right now, um, but uh, it, it's going to be a fun matchup because that that is a just dominant Flames team right now, 
But uh, the Wild have showed that they uh, they can contend with those types of teams. They just have to be on that A game from puck drop uh, to get it done. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they they were able to sign Jacob Markstrom, and that you know, Vancouver really misses uh, misses him in that for sure. They just gave up uh, what seven last night to Anaheim. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, and yeah, he's been one of the best goalies in the league. He should be up there for the, for the Vesna. And, you know, I mentioned it last night too. Um, I think Calgary's got the best line in hockey going right now with uh, uh, Elias Lindholm, who scored eight goals in the past seven games um, uh, on a line. He's centering it with, uh, with Matthew Kachuk um, and uh, Johnny Goudreau. Um, and so uh, when they are out there, they are extremely, extremely tough to, to stop. And, uh, you know, Kachuk brings a physical uh, just craziness out there, chaos. Um, and, uh, and Johnny Goudreau is uh, one of the most skilled forwards um, in the game. And so, yeah, that, uh, that line's going to be tough to stop. Uh, we'll want um, Jonas Brodine out there as much as possible against that line for sure. Um, he continues to, to, you know, to shut down some of the top uh, um, players in the league. And so uh, look, look forward to that uh, matchup and hope, uh, hope the grief line is is on uh, is on again against them as well too. Yeah, not to like that's that's looking ahead to the end of the week. The Wild yeah. will also have to uh, try to contend with Austin Matthews and the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs, who are going to be hungry for revenge after what the Wild did to them at the XL Energy Center earlier this season, in which they got out to that three zero lead. And you know, I think I tweeted in all caps that it was a slobber knocker, and then. The Leafs make the comeback, but the Wilds get the win in, uh, I believe, in the shootout. Yep. And um, so Toronto's going to be hungry to avenge that loss. And, um, you know, they showed how dominant of a team they can be. And you talk about good goaltending. I mean, Jack Campbell having a, a tremendous season as well. So that Toronto team is going to be a very tough one to contend with on the road as well. Yep. Yeah, they they're they're having another phenomenal season, and uh, you know Mitch Marner is starting to play a lot better, and they have an absolute stud in the back there in Morgan Riley, um, and so yeah, it should be should be a really fun matchup. Uh, they have a Minnesota boy on that team too, and Justin Hall, uh, who's on on their D uh, as well, um, and so yeah, they just they have so much fire firepower too. They have a, a Calder. A trophy candidate to and Michael Bunting, um, who they were able to get from Arizona, and they just they just made a trade too for another uh, defenseman from Arizona, which was kind of, uh, kind of interesting to you know pick a guy from uh, uh, the worst one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, yeah, so we'll see if that uh, that works out. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be be an interesting one, and uh, uh, sh- gotta shut down uh, William Nylander too, who always seems to to have uh to have big games so yeah definitely looking forward forward to that matchup and the uh, the other one as uh, as we talked about is the Ottawa Senators yeah 18 26 and 5 on the season and uh the Wilds played them earlier in the year and uh were actually behind by uh, I believe a couple of goals and yep. ended up making the comeback to uh to pull off the win there but um regardless of their record I uh, still have some, uh, some good skaters, including Josh Norris. So uh, obviously, the Senators not a team that can be taken lightly, um, and it would be nice. And we've seen it this year: a team that you should beat, and the Wild usually do pretty good in those games. So 
hopefully a sign that uh, that they can keep this week rolling by uh, coming away with a win on Tuesday. Yeah, um, we uh, we talked about Matthew Kachuk, they, uh, their captain Brady Kachuk is also <laughs> likes likes to get in the muck and, and cause chaos, and so yeah, they have a lot of young guys. Um, you know, they lost today against the Rangers, and so they'll be coming in mad off that uh, after after that game, and so yeah, it should you know it should be an interesting one. They uh, they're missing one of their best players in Drake uh, Batherson too, who uh, was taken out by Aaron Dell against Buffalo and Buffalo basically just got rid of him after, after he did what he did to Drake. So that was uh, an unfortunate uh, for, for that team. And so they, uh, they look to be making uh, some moves at the deadline to uh, selling off some assets and uh, uh, their GM has, has been watching the wild. Uh, so um uh, who knows what that means? Uh, I don't think this team needs a Chris Tier- a Tierney, but uh, no. that always seems to be be the rumor. And uh, you know, the Sens think they could get Kevin Fiala for for nothing, and that's not happening. Sorry, Ottawa Senators uh, Facebook and Twitter pages and, and any <laughs> social media that they have discussions on. Yeah, I I saw suggested that Tierney would be an upgrade over Fiala, and I was like. What? What is going on? I yeah, I don't think that's accurate, but no, not a chance. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a hectic week for the Wild, but as we've learned with this team, they are a resilient bunch, and uh, they can handle adversity as they did against Edmonton. And uh, so it will be uh, it'll be fascinating to see how this week plays out because you know three winnable games, but uh, the Wild are going to have to be on their A game for all of them and. We'll see if they are. Yes. Uh, you know, it's nice to get that first one, especially, you know, and, uh, you know, boys will be a little fired up going into Ottawa. And if they can make it, uh, you know, 2-0 to begin that trip, it just makes things a lot, uh, you know, a lot easier for, for Toronto, especially because uh, that's that building is going to be rocking. They yep. have a great fan base, a proud fan base. And so, uh, they they bring the star the star power and uh, you know Austin Matthews one uh, just uh, a fan favorite for 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 every every you know fan base you know it's, it's fun fun to watch him play and you know hopefully hopefully Onis can can shut him down here and uh, you know we'll see if if Capo uh, gets that game because uh, that would he'll be eye opening uh, mm-hmm. for sure um, you know they tend to tend to play Cam against the tougher opponents uh, but. Uh, you know, if if Capo gets it, you know that that that's gonna be really really eye opening, and uh, we'll see if if that would continue against Calgary if he beats Toronto. Yeah, it's it's gonna be worth watching, and we of course will, but uh, should be a fun week regardless for uh, your favorite team, the Minnesota Wild. That is gonna wrap it up for today's episode. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you swing over to the Locked On NHL podcast to get the latest on your favorite NHL teams from your favorite Locked On NHL hosts. Make sure as well to follow Locked On Wilds wherever you listen to podcasts, anytime, any day, any place. Make sure to uh, stay up to date with us as well on social media. Some big things planned in March, so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, We'll have a big reveal of what's going on with that coming soon. And... uh, Just stay as up-to-date as possible on the Minnesota Wild 
because uh, if there's any big news that breaks or any pucks that drop in the state of hockey, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.